Welcome to the Fit and Fierce podcast, a show to inspire and empower you and remind you that we're all a little messed up and that's okay. I'm your host, Megan. And in my personal journey, I realized that the fiercest thing I ever did was to ask for help. I no longer wanted my story to rule me. I was going to own it and share it. And throughout each one of these episodes, I want you to remember that being flawed doesn't make you less. It makes you more. Hey lady, welcome back. This is an episode that I've wanted to record for a couple weeks now. And I've paused. I've I've intentionally taken a moment to pause because you'll hear as I get going how heated I was in this moment, in this space that I was in. And I, I, you know what? I don't know. Maybe I should have hit record right away. Maybe I shouldn't have, but I just, I felt the calling to just take a little breather and to collect myself and sit with it. So what the hell am I talking about, right? I give you this whole spiel, but I don't actually tell you what I'm heated about. So let's rewind. Um, Several weeks ago, I was listening to a podcast, go figure, and one of the guests was a functional medicine doctor. And he is well known, and he's done, he's written many books, and he's somebody that celebrities work with, and he just, he has a pretty popular and wide knowing and following. And the podcast that I listened to him on, I really resonated with what he was saying. And he was talking about intuitive eating, intuitive fasting, with really connecting to your body, with listening to your cues, with treating your body with love and respect and getting out of this framework that tells you you need to do one thing and you need to do another. And he was had a lot of backing through science and it wasn't just something that he was spewing out. And I really connected with his message and I really, I was intrigued and I wanted to know more. And so I got his book and this is where things take a pretty drastic turn. Okay, so let's paint this picture. He first is talking all about being intuitive. Intuitive is in the title. And listening to and this whole thing that I just shared, right? How can we really, really, really follow the flows and the functions and what our body needs? How can we get rid of this programming, of this idea that we have to really structurally follow a diet or a plan or a method When truly our body knows best, right? It is the most wise, peace, being, thing, entity that we have. So immediately the book starts to piss me off. (laughs) Because as I'm going through it and I'm flipping through it and I'm reading through it, it's pretty heavy in in, uh, uh, diet culture. Not just pretty heavy, it's fucking dripping in it. It's fucking dripping in it. And long story short, basically the the intuitive, as I'm saying in quotes, the intuitive plan for listening and honoring your body was follow this plan, follow this method that is going to set you free 
if you eat exactly these foods in exactly the time window that I'm telling you. It was first you fast for so many hours, 12 hours, and then it was longer, and then it was like a 20-hour fast, and this is how you break it, and this is exactly what you eat, and this is exactly when. Following it up with pieces, some of the the meal plans, not that you had to follow them, but just some strongly suggested ways of eating. The calorie count was like 1,300 calories a day or something just fucking asinine. It didn't take into account your body size, your body shape, your activity. Nevertheless, very few people probably are fully fueled on 1,300 calories. This whole thing, I just was getting more angry as I flipped a page. And I didn't even read the fucking whole thing. I mean, I kind of flipped through and I picked up the pieces and the bits, but I just was so turned off and I was just so fucking pissed off because this is exactly how they get us, right? This is the fucking trap and I totally fell for it. So I'm not throwing shame or blame or guilt on any of you. I'm sharing an honest experience that I have. And I'm also sharing that I have done so much growth and expansion on myself and healed my relationship that I can look at this and say, oh my gosh, this is a bunch of loaded bullshit. This is not a Bible that I have to follow word for word. But so many of us don't realize that, right? Like, oh my gosh, it's intuitive. So that means this is fine. And it's by a medical practitioner and there's science woven in and out of scientific studies woven in and out of this book that means that it's healthy for me right that's mean that it's something that I should do right that is so fucking far from intuitive it is the exact opposite of what that means and to think that this man was preying on and I don't this is why I probably needed to pause because can you tell how heated I am and this is several weeks later you should have you should have freaking seen me as I was leafing through this thing. That that episode would have been. So let me breathe and center myself. Do I think that this man's intention was to be harmful or be malicious? No, I don't. I really don't. Is that the impact though? Yeah, because intent doesn't equal impact and impact doesn't always equal intent and did he find success in this way of intuitively eating and living yes have his people that he's worked with had success probably it sounds like it I don't know I I'm not one of them I don't know any of them I can't speak for them but Please do not buy into something that promises you a fix, that promises you to finally honor and live in your body when it is doing the exact opposite. A few weeks ago, I had Coach Allie on the podcast and we talked very heavily. The entire episode essentially was talking about dismantling Diet culture, fitness culture, what body positivity is, what what truly we are seeking is not going to be found with a size, with the diet, with the plan, with an exercise, with a, anything external. What you are seeking, only you can find. 
And it's only when you turn inward, it's only when you listen and honor and find a way to start to quiet the chatter of your mind, quiet the chatter of the outside world, quiet the chatter of somebody trying to sell you something to make you a better version of yourself, that you find that. I don't know how many times that I have repeated the smallest version of myself was the most miserable version of myself. It did not bring me what I wanted. It did not fill the void that I desperately was seeking for. That version of Megan was the most disconnected version of myself that has probably ever existed. And it it wasn't just a version that lasted a real short period of time. It was an extensive, it was like a decade period of time. But I just want you to remember that you know best. And when I say that, I know that you can be at a space right now where you are seeking to understand that and to grasp that and to feel that and hear that and honor that. I will say there are practices that you can do to become more in tune with yourself. There are methods. There are ways to build your trust. There are ways to feel safe in your body, to hear the answers that your body is telling you, that your inner wisdom is telling you, and to begin to trust that. And if you're in the beginning of this journey and you are ready to put down quote-unquote, or no pun intended, I should say, the weight of expectations from the outside world or the baggage of seeking and seeking and seeking something external to be the fix. The practices that I have done and found success for, I will share with you. But you, this is all about being intuitive, really intuitive, not fucking bullshit, I'm going to sell you a diet plan intuitive. <laughs> so you need to find what resonates with you. You need to find what lands with you, what feels good for you. And what that is today might be completely different than what it is tomorrow or in a month or in a week or in a year. Because we're all going through phases and changes and seasons and that's going to shift. And your needs are going to shift. But really using the discernment to say, what do I need? What do I need? What feels good for me? Breath work has been my missing link. Breath work has been the piece that has allowed me to quiet out, to hold a space for my intuition to speak. It has allowed me to get into my body. And I don't mean in a physical sense, but I mean in an awareness sense. It it has allowed me to be embodied with myself, right? With being able to pick up little tiny cues, little tiny hits. It has allowed me grace. It has allowed me compassion. It has allowed me to 
just be with myself and to cultivate some safety. And with safety becomes trust. And with trust becomes a stronger bond and stronger and stronger. And really standing within self. Meditation is another one. Meditation is something that I do practice as well. And again, it allows me to, even if I do a body scan in a meditation, it doesn't have to be this formal, long, whatever. I can, I just do a body scan of my body before I get out of bed in the morning and I just check in with myself and I just come into my body. Taking some time and pausing like I had to do before I recorded this, but pausing and journaling and asking and starting to notice What little cues does your body tell you? Is it a gut feeling? How often have we heard that, right? Like your gut knows, your gut tells you. Is it a flip of your stomach? I have this weird tingling that happens behind my left shoulder blade. That's a sign for me. That's a cue to me. Maybe it's a knowing. It's a feeling. It's a seeing. It's a dream. It's something that you just can't get out of your mind. Maybe you're starting to get flooded with messages where... There's a bunch of books that start coming or a person that keeps popping up or a song that keeps playing or a sign that you see, numbers, guides, whatever that is. All of those things are ways that you can continue to strengthen that and to lean into that. Lean into your inner knowing. Not some person that you heard on social media or on a podcast, Megan, calling myself out here, who sounded intriguing, who you bit into diet culture but I spit it back out, right? Because intuitive does not mean do this, follow this, lead with this, especially when it comes to eating. Well, actually know it always. (laughs) So that whole rant, this whole piece, this thing, I just want you to, I want to leave you with a couple of thoughts. First, lead with grace, lead with love, lead with compassion. I did get angry at myself when I thought, I got this book, thankfully from the library, I didn't waste any money on it. I picked up this book because somewhere in me kind of was sold on like, ooh, I'm kind of curious. Like, can this fix me? Can this help me? What is, what is this, what does this doctor know that I don't know? Nothing. Well, he knows all the, he knows things. Again, it's not, I don't believe it was his intent to be malicious or be harmful. He knows things and he knows what works well for him, but I am empowered enough to know what works for me or to learn, to learn from that lesson. So lead with grace, lead with compassion, lead with love. Two, start to play with ways that you can lean into your intuition. What are your inner knowings? What hits do you feel? How do you connect with yourself? Start to weave a practice in. It could be a simple question as what do I need? What can I give myself? How do I feel? And there's a lot to unpack with that sometimes too. Sometimes the how can I feel or how do I want to feel can be a little tangled, honestly, with the programming that we've had with diet culture. We think, I want to feel smaller. I want to feel thin. I want to feel blah, blah, blah. But that's not really deep down what you're seeking, what you're wanting to feel. So sometimes what do I need to me is a much easier question, is a much clearer question that gives me a clearer answer. It's also showing yourself what a loving gesture you're giving to yourself by checking in, by asking. And it's okay if you don't honor it. 
It's okay if an answer comes to your mind and you don't do that. You did take the time though to ask and to check in and you begin to then build up that capacity and that resource and that awareness. So we leave with love, grace, and compassion. We check in with ourselves. We ask, what do I need? We find ways to connect with our intuition, to be intuitive and discerning for self. And the last one that I want to leave you with is, fuck diet culture. And for God's sakes, if anybody fucking sells you a book that says this is how you're intuitive, you eat 1,300 calories in a time window that I tell you, and these are the foods you eat, and this is how that you do it, put that book down. Come to me and we will have a discussion about what words actually mean. Don't get sucked in to the bullshit that diet culture sells you. They are going to put a buzzword on a book, on a social media post, on a whatever, because intuitive and intuition and intuitive eating and fasting sells. It sells. It is a money-making machine. It is not something that is looking out for your best interest. Sending you light. Sending you love always. Thank you so much for listening to the Fit and Fierce podcast. If you enjoyed it, please head over to iTunes, subscribe and download so you never miss an episode and drop me a rating and review. It's the best way to support the show and to keep more episodes coming your way. See you next time.